Ask and ye shall receive. We want Ellie. We want Ellie. There's Ellie now. Well, I have a wonderful electronic invention I want you to see. It, it looks something like this. You're listening to the Hashtag Getting Podcast, brought to you by Auburn University's Samuel Ginn College of Engineering. Hello there, old friend. Oh, it's been too long. Well, actually just a week, but still that's too long for the best podcast in all of higher education. And in my opinion, uh, could be an everyday type deal. We know you'd keep listening and we'd keep doing it because there is so much talent within the Samuel Ginn College of Engineering from the students to the professors, the alumni, the works. Hey, I'm Jeremy Henderson, of the uh, communications and marketing specialist with the Samuel Ginn College of Engineering, which brings you hashtag Ginning, the award winning hashtag Ginning. That's the uh, the show here we're talking about. Joining me as always, I'm not going to say a word about his wardrobe. Well, I was wondering, am I one of those first group you were talking to, or am I the works? No, well, yeah. I mean, staff. <laughs> I mean, give me a We know we're dog meat. I mean, it's fine. Not I anymore. Not no, under the Roberts administration. Not, not under We are CR. welcome, valued, respected, and we're engaged. That's true. I can't wait for this $20,000 raise to kick in. <laughs> Thank you, President hey, Roberts. Hey, you might want to keep waiting, Jerry. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. President. Hey, we got Marcus. Cl- oh, well, Austin, he's the director of the Office of Communications and Marketing. Let's not forget that. If anybody's getting raised. Yeah, seriously. And, uh, <laughs> And then Marcus Klutz over here on the keys, properly recording podcasts since 2022. <laughs> oh, Finger, I'm just joking. Fingers crossed. No, no more of that. No more Does making John fun. John start next no, week. Yeah, no more. Uh, today we're joining, uh, we're, no, well, we are joining and we're joined mm-hmm. by uh, a special someone. Austin, there are a lot of engineers out there that have borders. Not this one. Not, Not uh, Ellie Hungerford. Without. A senior in industrial. Uh, so I'm actually a, ju- a, a junior. A junior in industrial. Oh, well, well, your hey, accomplishments. You will be a senior. I will exactly. be next year. Fingers crossed. <laughs> your accomplishments resonate as if you were a senior. Yeah, she acts. You know like what I mean? One. Like there is so much on the plate, and uh, yeah, and and your your presence, you know, is so prominent. It just seems that way. So a junior in industrial and systems engineering. Thanks a ton for joining us. Oh, thank you so much for having me. Why are you here? Why are you so special? (laughs) There's a lot on LinkedIn. It's like you ran out of characters. Yeah. (laughs) Well, my finger's cramping from just scrolling. I mean, this is this is rough stuff. So yeah, what's going on with the uh, Ellie Hungerford experience? Okay, so the Ellie Hungerford experience. (laughs) um, So think what I'm here for is to talk about engineers without borders. So I actually serve as internal affairs for the club I have for the past year and a half. And then also this summer, I traveled to Guatemala with the yes. organization. Yeah. Yes. Oh, well, we got to talk about that. Oh, well, first, you want to get into where she can, you want to do all that first and then jump into Go it? Go ahead. Well, okay. Before we hit Guatemala, let's hear. Yeah, let's, let's hit. St- where let's, were you let's start and work our way out. Exactly. Okay. Uh, was it Greenville? Yes. South sir. Carolina? Greenville, South Carolina. Oh, man. I and thought, you it, thought was it was Alabama. Yeah, halfway oh, to the beach. No. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's. Or is so that Evergreen? No, Which I spent one's... some time. Greenville's Bates House of Turkey. I, I was sports editor for the Greenville Advocate. Is that there. the one? Is that the one? Is that the one where they throw the rolls? 
No, that's Lambert's down oh, toward I, the beach. Well, I'm so sorry. God, idiot. <laughs> I put out their paper too. <laughs> but Greenville, South Carolina, I'm sure it's a lovely place. I've oh, been yes, to, I've been to Greenville. It's so Anderson. Great. I spent a little time in Anderson. I actually interned in Anderson this summer. Mm. Rock and roll. Yeah, I know I know where things are in this country, Marcus. Now, you're not the only one who's <laughs> a world traveler. Lambert. My gosh. Uh well so so how'd you get to Auburn? So I actually live about 30 minutes from Clemson and we call it Greenville High Year 13. (laughs) So I've lived in Greenville since I was five and love the place, but I wanted to branch out a bit. And so as soon as I came to Auburn, I just knew it was home. It felt like the happier version of Clemson. I don't know if I'm allowed to say that. And and lakes are overrated, too. Yeah. Who needs a a lake? That is polluted as hell. Trust me, I've been there. We have Lake Martin. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but you need one, you know, like 30 minutes away. You don't need one, like, right here. Right. Mosquitoes. Yeah. And then, you know, the tiger looks cracked out. That is true. It's it's a whole thing. Yeah, no, Clemson's an offense to uh, (laughs) Great institution, by the way. But just Well, it was practically started by Auburn folks. But any any family uh, went to Auburn? No, everyone pretty much went to Virginia Tech. So I was... So what what was it about Auburn and, you know, how how did we get on your radar? Um, Visits here... I want the whole shebang. Yeah, so I basically took every opportunity I had to visit. I think within one year, I toured five times. So I already knew I was wanting to come. I just took every excuse to get down here early. So I knew since I was about a sophomore in high school, I wanted to do engineering. And so my mom, I was so set on this one college that wasn't Auburn at the time. And my mom told me, she was like, you can go to this college, but you have to tour Auburn because I've heard it's insane. <laughs> and so <laughs> I went and I toured and I just absolutely fell in love with it. And I think just the attitude of the student body here and the go-getter, but also the work-life balance. That was a huge thing I was looking for in my school is Sometimes I would go to engineering campuses and the kids just looked like they wanted to cry the whole time. Like they just looked so miserable. Oh, and yeah. <laughs> you don't yeah. see that here. Engineering. Well, except in our office. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's. I mean, we en- call that Thursday. <laughs> yeah. Engineering school's hard, but I don't think there's any reason you should look miserable 24 7. I think you should still enjoy your time at school. Even though you're doing hard work. You ever met Paige Roskus? Yes, she's actually. So um, I'm VP of Outreach on Institute of Industrial and Systems Engineers, and she serves on that board as well. Have you ever seen her not smiling? Or No. (laughs) And that's just like the perfect embodiment of what I'm talking about Mm, is just that go-getter, happy to be here, but also we're going to work hard. So why, why did you decide on Industrial and Systems? So I... Growing up in Greenville was actually such a great place for me because I also grew up 20 minutes from the BMW plant. And so being a girl that was more geared towards math and science, they did a bunch of outreach for me. So I did a bunch of field trips growing up and they actually let me come work with them for two weeks as a junior in high school. And I actually got a yellow belt in Six Sigma and lean processes with them. So that really just kind of open the door to that passion and how much I enjoy that type of work. And so I actually started as mechanical engineering at Auburn because I was like, oh, BMW cars, mechanical makes sense. 
And then I got in there and I was like, this really isn't more like the statistical process analysis that I was doing with BMW. So then I realized that was industrial. So I switched. Well, Marcus is a purple belt, but I don't think it has anything to do with engineering. <laughs> yeah, I was I, w- I was working on my martial arts thing. I was sitting there. I was, I was going back and forth. With him. Well, I didn't even it, think about. Well, Marcus and it's good that you are an engineer instead of a journalist like we are, because you'll be able to afford a BMW. <laughs> So that's, yeah, and that's you'll great. be fulfilled in life. That's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's another big plus for, for, for engineering from what so I understand. So we get here, we know what we're doing, and it's not like all of that's already not hard enough, but then you decide to join EWB, Engineers Without Borders. Yeah. How'd you get turned on to that? So I think as a person, I very much when I see something, I know if I'm going to be passionate about it. And within my first meeting, the president, Cameron Morgan, actually said he was showing a video of a previous trip we had done in Rwanda where all the villagers are carrying this huge tank. I mean, this tank is, I was standing next to one in Guatemala and I, it's probably about 30 times the size of me at least. So it's this huge tank and they're carrying it down a mountain, which is going to be a very hard manual task and they're singing the entire time and just rejoicing because they're about to have water to their community which is something they never had before so just watching that video it really put it into perspective of the work we're doing in ewb isn't theoretical and there is constantly going to be a need there whether we build the solutions or not so that need is definitely there and then Cameron, as the video ended, said to us, you know, you get out of this club what you put into it. So I completely agree with that. And I kind of went full force from there. I was sold. Well, and we've been in Bolivia for, gosh, at least the last decade, was in Rwanda for several years. Uh, Guatemala's new. Yes, we had our first trip this summer. So tell us all about it. I want to know. I want to know everything that you worked on, the whole experience. Absolutely. You got about 10 minutes. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I'll do my best. Now, Christian was there, right? Yes. Yes. Christian Christian went. Christian actually grew up in Guatemala. So it was. Oh, yeah. They've got a whole coffee for him. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, You didn't forget about that. It was awesome. (laughs) Y'all had coffee on tap down there. The Broadback Special. The Broadback Brew. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Enough about Christian. No, you're fine. (laughs) So, what the project is, is it's about 450 people who currently. Well, now they do, but at the time did not have clean drinking water. What was what is the village of the community? That so it's the Saloy village. Okay. So it's in a um, city called Saloyla, Salola, sorry, Salola, and it's the Saloy village. So there is already an existing water distribution, but it only services. It was built thirty years ago, and it only services some of the community. So they're having to share some of their water. And for the majority of the people I talked to during the trip, it you know they had to lay out barrels whenever it rained and that was their drinking water for the week. So obviously not the healthiest thing to do or even the most reliable thing to do. So what we did is about 10 years ago, the village discovered a natural spring on the other side of a mountain. So they actually were trying to get this project done for 10 years before we heard about it. 
So we designed a gravity-fed pipeline to distribute water from the natural spring down to a tank on the across from the village. And then from that tank, we'll do distribution to each of the individual households. Wow. Well, That's the, amazing. You know, the, I mean, for, for you, the actual, uh, the, the, the trip, you ever been to, I mean, out, out of the country, you ever, you know, traveled internationally? What, how was that experience other yeah. than just the actual work? I mean, so, how, how long were you there? I was there for 15 days. And how many in the group? Went? So it was about 11 people. Um, so I've actually done mission trips in Dominican Republic before, mm-hmm. but it was with my church. So there really isn't a technical aspect to it. Sure. So, I mean, I just absolutely adored this trip. It was to be able to use engineering skills that I already have and have been taught in classes and EWB meetings, and then be able to see it actually be implemented. And then aside from that, help hundreds of people. Like at the age of 20, that's just not an experience you typically get. So it was without a doubt the most impactful thing I've done at my time at Auburn. I would go again and again if I could. To habla espanol. See. Oh, Dan, Dan. Well, talk about the work what? that you... <laughs> uh, Jeremy, I just called you a name in a different language, but don't worry about it. Um, talk about the work that goes on here on the front end. Because yeah. y'all don't just show up and, no. hey, yeah. what are we going to do? Here's 15 yes. days. There's a lot of work that goes into it on the front is. end. Talk a little bit about that. So definitely, I want to say thank you to all of the advisors we have, because I'm industrial. So if someone came up to me and told me, to design a gravity-fed pipeline a year ago, I would not know where to begin. So what we do is every single week we meet with faculty advisors. So we have about two per international team. We have a Bolivia team and we have a Guatemala team. So what they do is kind of take the project bit by bits. And so we do about a project a year and we'll you know, plan that project design that project and then just communicate with the community make sure we have everything laid out and ready to go before we actually fly so we meet for about an hour with our team every thursday and shelby so we'll just take a different design aspect of the project we're creating and work on that for the week and then by the end of the year i think we did the design process for this Guatemala one in about a month. So we we can crank it out. It's, I, you know, our advisors are such a huge help. And so we also have team leads that, it's students that are basically managing the project. And so they really kind of delegate what we're gonna do each week and it's what, great. One of my favorite parts about this entire program is we have uh, amazing alumni who have supported this program since its inception. Um, I mean, really put their resources behind it to make Absolutely. sure that you students uh, have this opportunity. But at the same time, uh, we don't want to cover all the expenses because we want you all to have skin in the game and yeah. to be invested in it and it not just be, hey, here's somebody paying for me to go on a trip yeah. to Guatemala. So, uh, the fact that you all are footing, you know, a lot of this bill. Uh, on top of what our donors help out for the project to me just really 
hammers home, uh, like we've talked about before, the mission of Auburn University of uh, education, outreach, and research, and and putting all that together in one big circle. I love that. Yeah, that's awesome. I don't even think it's like I knew that, but it, it's still sometimes you don't even you don't even realize that. Let's talk real quick about some of these other organizations. We got AU okay. Motorsports, right? Then one that in there. Yeah, let's talk a few <laughs> about some of these other ones that you're into. Well, I, I want to. Did I see that? I thought I saw it. Maybe I was looking at the wrong no, thing. You're just looking. At the well, you know what, guys? Yeah. Sometimes that happens. Sometimes research. <laughs> okay. What well, I want to know, I want to know about uh, the internship. Yeah. So, uh, talk a little bit about uh, how, how do you? Is it Pregus? Pregus. Pregus. Yes, so, yeah, sir. I, mean, I was going to mess that up. Um, uh, talk about what they do and what you did during that time. Yeah. So I worked to get them BRC certified. So what that does is it opens up food and medical grade packaging so right now they're only producing industrial grade and then that opens up if they get certified to food and medical grade so i mean opening up two whole industries to a company is huge as far as profit margins they can get so well and if we didn't have a giving spirit enough you um you've spent some time out storybook farms yeah uh, here in auburn yes. uh, what's that experience been like oh i love it um, well for those who are not familiar with, yes. with that place what, what is it and so what, are, what is it that you do so what storybook farms is is it's therapeutic writing for kids who have overcome different levels of adversity so that could look like anything from you know differently abled people to you know a kid who lost both of their parents you know stuff you wouldn't want a kid to go through and storybrook farms actually offers riding for horse like horseback riding for the kids to kind of take their mind off things teach them a sense of responsibility and so i actually grew up riding horses since i was five so for me i think a big focus on when i look to give back is how can i combine the skills i currently have with a need that's present so i think that's present in ewb with my engineering skills and water and then with this as well like i'm very comfortable around that type of environment so it's basically giving horseback lessons to kids who have overcome diversity emma little is that name ring a bell yes well we've we've had her on the podcast story story booker story booker uh is it book or brook book Brook. Book. Book. Storybook. Farms, yeah, storybook. Yeah. That's what I thought. It was storybook. So the AU Motorsports. Let's talk more about that. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I've been live. bumped out of LinkedIn. That was uh, different, Ellie. Yeah. Uh, that was Motorsport. Ellie, Ellie Walker. Yeah. The... Uh, Ellie, I can't thank you enough for for joining us. And yeah, thank uh, you so what's much next? For- no, no, all right. Yeah, no, I knew there was something. Yeah, yeah. where are we know, going? What What are our plans? You know, oh, I know yeah. we're a junior or maybe a senior, depending on what Jeremy uh, <laughs> tells you. You are sophomore <laughs> motorsport. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Motorsport. I'm a senior involved in War Eagle Motorsports. <laughs> <laughs> Linda Walker. So, what's next for Ellie Hunter? Me? Oh gosh. So I have a bit of a rough semester. I've got deterministics, operations research, and statistics. You know it's pretty oh, bad when your advisor awful. sits you down and says, this is going to be the worst one by far. Well, and so. you, you do realize this is the fall. Yes. You're not supposed to do that in the fall in football know. season. We got to talk to Brandon Farmer about this. Yeah. Well, this he is, was the advisor of the year, too, like across yeah. the nation. Oh, he's fantastic. Yeah, come on. What a sham. <laughs> But I swear, as soon soon as I hit submit on my schedule, he was like, yeah, this is going to be the worst one by far. He's like, don't do that. (laughs) But, you know, we're getting it over with. And are are we going back to Guatemala uh, before we leave here? I really hope so. 
you know, I really want to give opportunities to, you know, incoming students, freshmen. But, you know, if they'll they'll have me, I'll go back. I'd go back tomorrow if they let me. Awesome. So. Awesome. Awesome. Yes, that is awesome. I now, thank you yes. for joining us <laughs> and for taking the time out of your apparently insanely busy schedule. And uh, I can't wait to see you at Tumors after we take out the Nittany Lions. You gonna be there, Austin? You know this is gonna um, air after the game, so I, I have no problems with that. Oh, we're gonna win. Don't worry. What okay. do you think, Ellie? Ellie's eyes kind of. I'm a bit look, nervous for this game. Oh, come on, get loud, get I'm proud. I'm excited, Let's but this is our first big game. Oh, well, we got well, no, San it Jose was, State was huge. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it felt pretty powerful. Mm. Uh, anyway, well, thanks so much for joining yeah. us. Thank you so much and for, for what you're me. doing. And, uh, you know, for the college and uh, this thing for the world, humanity. For the world. Right. And uh, War Eagle. War Eagle. And, uh, War Eagle. You're listening to the Hashtag Getting Podcast, brought to you by Auburn University's Samuel Ginn College of Engineering.